Baruch Shechiano, Vikimano Vigiano, Azman We're studying the book Pele Yoetza, we're starting now. Um, today's show is dedicated to Lu Nishmat. Yoav ben Mashiach, Ruach Hashem Tini Cheno Began Eden, and Malka Bachalinus, Ruach Hashem Tini Cheno Began Eden, and Malka Bachalinus, Ruach Hashem Tini Cheno Began Eden, and Yehuda ben David, and Yehuda ben David, Ruach Hashem Tini Cheno Began Eden. Joining us. Here, grab one. Baruch Haba. So, um, first of all, what is this Sefer Pelewes and who was it written by? The Sefer was written by Rabbi Eliezer Papo. Rabbi Eliezer Papo, he was, lived from 1785 to 1828. Um, so, 42 years yeah. old. Uh, wow. Didn't live, did not live a very long life. Wow. And he was a rav in Bulgaria. And he had, he had time to write these books? He had <laughs> many <laughs> books. Many books. <laughs> not just the Sefer. Peleot is his most <laughs> famous Sefer. But he wrote many, many Sfarim wow. in, in 42 years. He was, a, he was a rav in Bulgaria, in um, Celestria. Now, Bulgaria in, in that time was uh, already for many, many years, I, if I'm not mistaken, since the 14, 1500s, it was already part of the Ottoman Empire. Bulgaria is, is right next to um, Turkey, and it was one of the countries that was um, conquered by the Ottomans. So it was part of the, the Ottoman Empire. Um, and, through, and, and uh, throughout the Ottoman Empire, you know, there were so many Sephardic Gedolim. Great Sephardic luminaries, outstanding, outstanding Tamidi Chachamim, um, who came from different, uh, from from Turkey and from uh, different countries in the Ottoman Empire. This his book actually was, was published in Constantinople, uh, was was where they had the the First publishing press. house, where, where they had the the press for for the book. So he was the Rav of from the time of his youth. They knew and they recognized. He was born in Sarajevo. Sarajevo was mm -hmm. one of the cities of Tamidei Chachamim. Uh, the town, the countries, the, the places wow. of Tamidei Chachamim was from uh, from Look Sarajevo. Look what happened after 200 years. Wow, wow. So he came and also what was the community back then? He was the rev of the community and his name was famous already throughout the world. Uh, from from a young age as an outstanding scholar, but a community might have been you know, 400, 500 people like that. That that was what a what a community was for that era. That was what a community was. But he was famous throughout the Ottoman Empire for his scholarship. He was relied on um, as a Tami Chacham, as a Dayan. He had you will see in his in his books an encyclopedia of knowledge um, of. The entire Torah, the entire Tanakh, the entire Shas. He doesn't hesitate. He quotes the Zohar. He quotes Kabbalah uh, in his works. He, he had everything on his fingertips. And you see it from him in the style of a classic Sephardic Chacham, whenever they write their Sfarim, is in their writing, just, just in the course of their writing without saying anything, they use phrases from the Tanakh and from the Gemara just like as they're talking in the poetry of their of their language as they're writing. And that means that they, they know it by heart. They, they use all of this by heart. It's, and, it and free gonna, flowing from their... From yes, their and we're going to point out a little bit of it. It's not like uh, I'm quoting the source like here. It says in the uh, Gemara and Psachim Dap here, or it says in, uh, in Parashat Shemini. It's just as they're, as they're writing, they're just using phrases from uh, <laughs> from these places in order to 
to explain uh, a different topic that he's talking about. And this was the way of Sephardic Chachamim. Rehovah Yosef is the same in his, in his works. Uh, it's just on there, it's just, it's free-flowing as they're writing on whatever topic they're writing. So, so he was incredi- an incredible Tamil Chacham. Uh, the Peleyoet, he wrote many, many Sfarim. He wrote his second most famous Sefer is probably Chesed La'alafim. Chesed La'alafim is a commentary on Shulchan Aruch uh, or Achaim. Uh, he wrote other books. Elef, he, he liked to put Elef um, in, his, in some of his books. So he has other Sefer. Uh, Pele is Elef backwards. So Pele is Elef backwards. So why would he put Elef or, or Pele inside his uh, books? So in the beginning of Peleyoet, he says that the word elef and the word pele, it's the it's aleph, lamed, and pe. So it's Eliezer Papo. That's, that's, that's <laughs> his initials. <laughs> it's his initials. That's how, so that's how, so that he, how he comes up with. And of course, their phrases from Tanakh. So where does pele yoetz come? Trivia. Where does pele yoetz come from in Tanakh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> No? We have Tanakh trivia. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Papo. So, so comes from Yeshayahu. It's from the, the Navi Yeshayahu, Paraktet. So the first chapters of Yeshayahu, there's a theme where he start, which culminates in and finishes in the Haftarah, the last day of Pesach that we read, where he develops the prophecies of Mashiach. So he speaks in, in Paraktet, he speaks of it in a metaphor of there's going to be a child uh, born to us, and this child is going to be a born, he's going to be a hero, and he's going to be Pele Yo'et. Um, this, this child is going to be born to Malchut Be David, to the Davidic dynasty. So, and that child is going to be called Pele, Pele Yo'et. And Peleot means a wondrous advisor, meaning that they have chokhmah to, to give advice to people. So this book is a book of Musa. It comes with mafrila asot, like this is the... In a wondrous way, gives advice. And he says, I'm writing advice for myself. He's, he says, I'm writing for myself and from whoever benefits from... Uh, from so we're going to have a lot of advices. That's good. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, this is what the Hopefully. Sefer is. It's the book Peleyoetz is organized topically from in the Aleph Bet. And he goes from Aleph to Taf and he just picks different topics and he just writes on, ev- on every sweet. single topic. So it's really so sweet and so beautiful. He had a passion as we're going to see. He fought for the Torah. And if there was any place that he saw across the Jewish communities of his time, not specifically necessarily just his Jewish community, if he saw amongst different Jewish communities that there was a trend in any area that he's talking about that they're not fully keeping the Torah the way it was, he called them out. He, and, and, and he writes in such a beautiful uh, language uh, defending the Torah and how the Torah should be kept. And you see it. And he'll say, it's, it's such a shame that in our time you, you see that people are doing this, 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 and that. And this is, and, or people have to stand guard in keeping this mitzvah and keeping these mitzvot. He does not hesitate from quoting Kabbalah in his, in his pedal. He'll say, if, if people only saw what it says in the Zohar about this, uh, about this topic. So, and in all, um, he very often discusses relationships 
He discusses about parents and children and men and women, husbands oh, and wives, so and, and families, uh, <clears throat> dynamics of the wealthy and of the poor, and, uh, and how those who are were blessed with wealth, how they should uh, view life and um, and what they and what their debt to Hashem and how the poor should handle their situation. He, so many of the topics that are very, very relevant to everybody and to all of us in their daily livings, that, that's, that's essentially what he covers throughout the Peleuet. Practical use. Uh, he divided the book in two parts. It, the, they basically all go from, from Aleph to Taf. But the first part, if I'm not mistaken, is Aleph to Yud, uh, Aleph to Yud, the first section. The first section has 196 entries. The second section, which is from Kaf to Taf, which is the second half of the Aleph, but has 195 entries. So this is going to be a few, one year at least yeah, work, huh? Yeah. Okay, very good. Wow, wow. this is going to be very interesting. So, okay. with everyone's permission, we're, we, we will start and we'll, okay. we'll dive into it. With Ot Aleph. We're still young. We're going to start with the letter Aleph. So his first few Alephs are Ahava. They're about love, wow. and he discusses best, different, best different types of love. <laughs> First and foremost, the most important love that every one of us has to have and everyone has to keep with us every moment of our day. <laughs> the love of Hashem. No doubt. Going to be the first love. You're right up talking, talking to your language. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, we're going to get into other loves. We're going to get the love of oneself, love of one's uh, wife and, and spouse Thank and you. husband. Mazal <laughs> yes. Uh, love of one's children. We're, we're going to get into, into different... Uh, Ahavot, different loves, but first and foremost, first and the most important love which has to run through all of our daily living. Ahavat HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Let's start. Ahavat HaKadosh Baruch Hu en midah tova himena. That's the introduction. So Rabbi, just give it to few, us. A few pages in, you have Ot Aleph. I have an English version also. Oh! But it's only in English. One of the beautiful things also about, about this sefer Also, one of the beautiful things about learning this sefer is, you know, there are some books like Gemara is the, uh, the example of this that what you learn depends on what you learned yesterday you know, like if you, if you didn't do the math of first grade, you can't do the math of second grade. So met, if you, you, you know, sure, if you didn't learn the first sure page of Gemara, you're not going to be able to learn the next next we, page of Gemara. This is not the case with this effort. Oh There's yeah, oh, each Every, one, each, each topic one stands on its so own. So if you miss one, it's a, you you can. This is a, what's one of the beautiful things about this book is you can pick it up on any day and say, I want to read for ten minutes. Uh, and I want to learn about any topic. Just flip through any topic that you're interested in, Fantastic. and I want to read a couple of pages on it and 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 get his inspiration on it. And it doesn't necessarily to depend on yesterday or on one of the other topics. You can just pick pick up the sefer and read something nice every every single day. Fantastic. So hopefully, Bezrat Hashem will be going to enjoy. We'll, we're going to enjoy. So Ahavat Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Lava Hashem. Ahavat Hakadosh Baruch Hu, En Midat Tova Himena. The love of Hashem, there is no character trait. There is no quality that a person can acquire which is above and higher than the love of Hashem. Impossible. Because all of Torah, all of Judaism is drawn from and comes from how much a person loves Hashem. 
You cannot compare a person who serves Hashem and who keeps the Torah because he loves it and because he truly believes it to one who serves Hashem and keeps the Torah because he's afraid that he's going to be punished one day. He says, He says, There's already another book that came before me called Sefer Habrit that he explained and he, he, he already wrote, if you want to read an entire book on this topic, uh, about what's this, where, where love comes from and where, and where fear comes from. Betutan with excellent. He said, "I'm not going to give you all of it." He's like, I'm, "He said I'm going to an, an accent, <laughs> yeah, an accent. <laughs> I'll give an you accent. a little bit." Right, the Rebbe Chacham Chen is, I think, from Mishlei, if I'm not mistaken. He says Kohelet, the words that it's, it's from Kohelet. Oh, you have yeah, it over yeah, there. Kohelet, uh, yes. I knew it was from Shlomo Amalek. Right, the words, <laughs> the the words that come from the mouth of the Chacham are gracious and bring grace. Ashrei Adam Shoker Advarav, praiseworthy is the man who spends time learning his work, learning about love of Hashem and fear of Hashem. I'm going to write for you in short. I'm just writing for myself. So he said, I'm writing for, my for myself for to, my to learn and, to for the, and, myself, for the, and for the people myself. and for people who are like me. Right, wow. uh, learn. You see his humility. You, know, you see the, the humility of the Chacham and how he writes. I hope Hashem helps me put it together in the right way. Amen. So a person has to know love of Hashem is one of the 613 commandments. Right? It's, called, it's a mitzvah tedirit, which means it's a mitzvah that you can fulfill any moment of the day. At all times. Every second of the day. You don't have to wait for Pesach or wait for... How you do it with the mitzvot? How you do it with the mitzvot? Right. If somebody loves doing the mitzvah of matzah, like we have to wait another year right now. We're not able to fulfill it now. But the love of Hashem is, is something that a person can fulfill every moment of the day at any time. Wow. It's a mitzvah that you could fulfill in your thoughts. Without taking so if you see something right? beautiful like a tree and you think, wow, look at God's greatness and you, you appreciate and you love God, this Fulfill is the mitzvah, fulfilling the love of Hashem. Hashem. It says, when a person thinks that it's worth it for me and it's deserving, that I, I should love God. Hashem is incredible. Hashem wow. is great. Says, You're fulfilling every, one of the primary moment. commandments of the Torah. These mitzvot are so easy to fulfill. He says, anyway, you're thinking about something. Yes. He said, Constantly. He said, every moment of the day. Yes, you're thinking, right? you're, you're thinking about something anyway. Yes, better use it better use it for <laughs> <laughs> a person is wasting his thoughts on um, on bad things, on, on evil thoughts. Instead of thinking about the love of Hashem, the Irato and the fear of Hashem Khadome, and Zeki Imroa he says wow. he, he, he's hurting himself in, in two ways. 
says number one, he's now he's bringing a metaphor from Yirmiyahu. Does it quote it there? Ozev Yirmiyahu says in the beginning of Yirmiyahu that he said he accuses the Jewish people. He says you're making a, a double error. He says you're this is this is a double tragedy what you're doing by leaving Hashem and going for Abu Dazara. You're right? leaving this a, is, it's, a source of water source. It's it's big time. You're down it, exactly. There's he said there's two sins as Hashem. One is that you left me. I'm Mikor Maim Chaim. I'm the born, I'm the source of life. And the water is well. so it's one sin, one avon that you left me. This, but number one says for for what? But to go to go and dig up empty cisterns that don't have water to go to go after things that are not going to help you. It's a, it's, it's like a, a a man who had a, a wife who was beautiful, who was faithful to him, who took care of him, who did everything for him and for his family and for his children and and for his home. And yeah, one day he, he decides to, have, uh, to, to fall in quote-unquote love, but not real love, but for a woman who is ugly but also doesn't care for him, uh, doesn't take care of him, spits on him, uh, could not care for his family, is just using him. So he, said, so he, did, it. he did a double tragedy. Double tragedy. Uh, number one, you, you left a woman who was faithful to you. You left a woman who did everything, who took care of you, who who built you and gave you life. And then, and but sin number two would be one thing if you left her for somebody who was doing more for you, for a woman who was doing more, who was taking care of you even more, and who and who was, but you left her for a piece of garbage. You left her for garbage. So Hashem says, he says, no, he says, you have me. Hashem, the source of life, the best way you could live, that you're, you're going to have bracha and joy and see goodness in your life. He says, it's one thing that you left me. He says, but it's not like you went and you tried to find something better or you found something better. You found something which hurts you more. You found something which destroys your life, which makes your life worse and which hurts you. So here, Pele, so this is the mashal from Yirmiyahu. He says, you went and you, you, you were living next to the water of life. He said, no, let me leave the water of life. Sin number one. Right? And then let me go dig up other. But what am I digging up? You're digging up places without water. Places that are not going to give you anything. There's no life. To, to dig up uh, broken cisterns. So the Rafael Yoetzi says, it's the same with a person's thoughts. You have the capacity and the ability to do a mitzvah with your thinking. You're thinking anyway at all times of the day. And instead of doing a mitzvah, and you'll get rewarded for it, just for your thoughts. Petaim uh, means the, the simpletons, the fools. He says, instead, they waste uh, that chance that they had to love of Hashem, and they, they think about uh, think of it, uh, all kinds of bad thoughts without specifying. And they get punished for it. Therefore, a person has to strengthen himself. To find all of the strength in his heart. Says to distance from himself any any bad thoughts and to only think holy thoughts. He says even if it's just a passing, fleeting thought, 
it's better. It's e- better. Yes, even if you're not spending in a, an yeah. hour thinking, yes. even if it's just a it's passing thought. For, for two seconds. Even two seconds, you think it's about better. Hashem. And run and bring your thoughts back to Hashem as fast as you can. Have a wonderful Wednesday.